Hello, and welcome to Crapflix and Chill with me, Joe Thompson, and my good friend, the man who once fucked June Squibb, Jamie Ballantyne. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Mostly deny. <laughs> Staunchly deny. Yeah, yeah, deny all you want, man. We all know the truth. So what is Crapflix and Chill, we hear you ask? Well, let me tell you. We're a film podcast where Jamie and I torture ourselves watching terrible movies on Netflix. We excessively talk over them before finally critiquing where things went wrong for the film, or where it went right. Yes, we pick films based on title and premise alone, so we have been surprised in the past by how much we've actually respected a chosen movie. I will say, though, that rarely happens. (laughs) Now, these are all actual titles, so if you do fancy watching along in real time, you can do so in a moment when we have a little countdown. Listen out for the Ibiza horn. Yep, come on this terrible journey with us and ruin your faith in cinema forever. That, my friends, is the Crapflix and Chill Guarantee. So, Jamie, what's on the box tonight? So, uh, I really hope I've outdone myself because, you you know, you're right. We've, you know, if if we're keeping the scorecard, we've had more hits than misses so far, which is both a good and a bad thing. Yeah. But this one is hopefully a double doozy. It is hopefully A, a terrible, a, a crap flicks. But B, it has a link to two of the previous films we've watched. Oh my god. And I want you to work out what those two links are. It's I think it'll be fairly obvious, but tonight, Joe, we're going to be watching 2008's Prom Night. Oh Jesus. Okay. Um so to to you know to, to give a little, little bit of a, a blurb, because this is again how we pick them. Uh, on prom night, a teen girl is haunted by a visitor from her dark past and a party that ends in a murder at the hands of a deranged killer. Well, that sounds fucking shit, doesn't it? Yeah, so I'm hoping it's trashy, it's a bit more slashy. Uh, trashy and slashy? Trashy and slashy. That's catchy. Uh, but uh, yeah, very, very uh, key as well. It has two links. Right, well, I'll, uh, I'll look out for them. I'll look out for them. So without further ado, let's get going, shall we? Three, two, two one. Play! And we're off. And again... Met by a red logo. Definitely the same red logo now, I'm convinced. This might be our third red title, do we think? Which, considering... Yeah, considering the fact this does have ties to two of the previous films in some shape or another, shouldn't actually be that surprising. But... God, Screen Gems loves a bad cover, don't they? Well, while we're having some nice intro credits and there's not really any plot or exposition to annoyingly talk over them and miss <laughs> uh, key points. Um, oh, like there's going to be much of a plot to miss in this film, Jesus. <laughs> well, well, no, the beginning of Would You Rather, where we missed the fact that her brother was dying of a, chron- <laughs> uh, a terminal illness as opposed to we just thought they were poor. <laughs> so, prom night picks hopefully primarily because it you know it's a crap flick hopefully um and it's going to be some stupid kind of slasher who done it oh it was the boyfriend all along um but i was also inspired by this because we've obviously been talking a lot about american culture and um all things americana and what it would be like to actually live live the american dream um but proms 
I feel are something that are very, very American. And it's something the UK has tried to adopt to varying different degrees of success, but it's inherently an American thing. Uh, rather than, well, I was going to say box social, but that's also quite American. <laughs> or the hoedown. <laughs> really, yeah. Lots, lots to discuss here, yeah, absolutely. So, you cheeky monkey, I've just worked out the two links that you're talking about. You've seen so we've got them. Brittany you've Snow from Would You Rather and Idris Elba from Obsessed. Hey, surprise! And me! Very good, me. very good. <laughs> Jason Ballantyne. <laughs> I, I made it, man. I'm an editor of a 2008 horror film. <laughs> Was this film made then before those two films? Yes. Yeah, right. I think so. Although Obsessed really caught me out because I wasn't expecting Beyonce and Idris Elba to have been in the film together at that time. I genuinely got the impression that you thought that you made that up or got it wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so Britney Snow, Ella, would you rather? Although, hopefully, more terrible. And, again, annoyingly, Idris Elba, kind of good in everything that he does. Except cats. But I'm really hoping he just has, like, a really bit part role. Like, he's the, the school janitor or, like, the maths teacher. As long as he's not in spandex. Maybe this is Idris Elba disguised as an old lady. What, flipping Eddie Murphy, Big Mama's house <laughs> yeah, yeah, style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that so weird? Done. Or like what a house, my good God! No, but this is the thing: we chat so much about American culture and like the American lifestyle and all these American houses and lake houses, America. And sports and yeah, chicken wings. Um, oh no, I'm not sure I've talked about chicken wings, but I love them. But I figured, what's what's more American than prom night, especially in terms of a horror setting? Yeah, totally. Do you have any... Dildos. <laughs> I mean, like, triple-width wardrobes, you know. Like, very wide. Um, isn't that just a wardrobe? No, like, wider, bigger, wider than normal. Ugh, <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my god, he's dead already. Well, there's a body already. Shit, this film's kicking off straight away. Yeah. Right, it was the mum. Calling it now. <laughs> What's this got to do with prom? I have no idea. <laughs> Joey! Oh, okay. Remember, the film doesn't show you things unless it means to. She fell over that so she can pick it up and now use it to defend herself. Oh, shit! The dad and the brother are dead? Oh, my... Mama! She belongs to me. Oh, shit. Not good. I know you know. You're her mother. Tell me where she is! I mean, for what's about to happen, this must be a very harrowing... It's like in um, Kill Bill, where Orenishi watches her 
parents get stabbed from hiding under the bed. Oh my god, that whole cartoon bit is incredible in Kill Bill. It's really well done, isn't it? But it's also really so horrific to like be lying there as your parents look lifeless at you whilst holding your breath. Also, she's already made three more noises than what would keep you yeah. safe. So uh, <laughs> she, she just farted. She's like, <laughs> so he's, he's not here, definitely. Okay, this is this is actually off to a good start. She's hit the bum. Looks like Ali Lato as well. That corpse is acting as well as Ali Lato. <laughs> uh, Ali Lato. <laughs> and then what happens? And then I wake up. False start. Like well, like I told you before, the nightmare is an associate form of reliving the real experience. It's to be expected. Nah, she's definitely got to have all of her family murdered. Ugh, you can't start the opener with a nightmare. That's so annoying. Ah, such lazy writing. It was all a dream. <laughs> the, the star of the film was garbage, so... Uh... Yeah, but Joe, that gets me excited because it means the rest of the film's hopefully garbage. Miles away. The only place that he can hurt you is in your dreams. I just thought they stopped. Psychological trauma often heightens during times of transition. And you don't need me to tell you that your life is in transition. See, right there, she looks like uh, Amber from Hairspray. And I know we had this conversation in Would You Rather, but there was something about her in Would You Rather. I don't know if it was like. Or the makeup, or Christ, even the fact that she wasn't blonde, that really threw me off. I did not recognise her. Here I would. Maybe it's because she's quite rich in this, where she is quite poor in Would You Rather. And I know you, Jamie, you've got a filter on your eyes so you can't see poor people. <laughs> that was such a throwaway comment and yeah. really latched onto it. You were like, they're not poor, Joe, they've got matching mugs. And I was like, okay. Like you can't get a set from anywhere. Yeah, and it turns out I was correct. The problem of the film wasn't that they were poor, it was that her brother needed life-saving surgery, which in America costs tens of hundreds of thousands of pounds. Ridiculous. Okay, token friends. Uh, who's going to die first? Oh, any of them. Look at them. Yeah, we've got to pick one. Obviously, she's not. Did you have a six-form ball? Uh, I'm I'm so very glad you asked, Joe. That's yeah. While we while we classically talk over parts of the plot that really aren't that important, um, I had two. I had a a prom when I was sixteen. Uh, so end of end of GCSEs for any English people. Um, or for the American lessons, actually. And we had uh, we had a, a prom at, like, some... Well, we've got a power station near us. <laughs> and we had, like, a big social hall. But, like, that was a proper, like, everybody got tuxed up and all the, all the girls were in dresses and we all had, like, dates, but they were all, like, groups of friends rather than, like, actual, actual dates. Like, no one was going to... Well, some people probably would have done. Gone to to prom with their other half um, but and we got a limo and it's one of the only times I've ever been in a limo in my life uh, not that there was any alcohol because we were 16 
Um, and oh my god, that's Thingy from also from Heroes and Glee, and also from the end of Stepfather. You You're really tying all these together. Oh my god, this is like so many links. I've, this I've, is like an all-stars one. I've I've done it. I've 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 got to the centre. I've cracked of the, the code. I've cracked the code of Netflix <laughs> I've horror. Got to the crappiest film of all time. <laughs> I'm really hoping it takes all the worst parts of all of them and puts them together. I feel like the scares in this are going to be like when you read it when you were younger and you read a Goosebumps book. So every time you end a chapter, there'd be like a oh, like a moment. Like just then she closed the mirror door and her mum was there and it's supposed to make you jump. So we're going to have lots of like cliches. Yeah, fully. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Oh, this this is it, Joe. I'm feeling it. Oh, they've got quite similar eyes. Oh Casting. Yeah, everyone thinks we're sisters. Oh. Um, but yeah, super, super excited. She's already for this going to prom. This is quick. Well, you got a lot of killing to get done. I know she would want you to wear it tonight. I can't, Mum. That that scarf is hideous. No, I, I yeah, I just I just don't like it. It's not like your wedding day. We have to wear something borrowed, something blue, something old, something new, whatever it is. It's an unmatching shawl. I don't, I don't like it. What do you reckon? Is that going to save her life at some point? I can't. I really can't get over your observation that they wouldn't show you something in the film if it didn't have a specific purpose. Every, as a director, everything you physically put in shot to be seen, to be heard, said visualized has a is there for a reason very little happens by accident exactly so the fact that she took some pills uh that she has anxiety medication the fact that she's got that short everything else is cut for time because the other got cut slow motion walk down the stairs there's no impact on the scene because we don't know at all you know usually this this scene in a film it's like three quarters of the way through like a she's all that Someone's going down the stairs and it's like, wow, look how great they look. She looks the same as she's looked the whole film so far. But with a shawl. <laughs> look at her generic boyfriend as well. Thank you. You know, like, I didn't find her attractive in Would You Rather, and although I think she's more recognisable as what I know, how, how I would think of Brittany Snow, um, I don't think she's very attractive here either. Thank you. Mm, she's got like a panda face. I don't know why. Is it the makeup? No, I think she's just got kind of a interesting face. I think without being too rude. She's obviously pretty, she, but she, she, really she she's pretty. She's I, I thought that's why she's pretty, but she's not attractive. From my perspective, this guy looks like a decoy. Someone else. Her prom date. American Pie! Yeah, he looks like Stifler, yeah, like a rubbish Stifler. <laughs> Stifler's cousin. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had we had this this prom when we were 16. We got limos and got tuxes, but, you know, it was all very, like, no alcohol, not very fancy uh, when we actually got there. And then there was, like, this one person in our year who was like, I'll have the af- like an after party. And we're supposed to only have like a few friends. The entire year tried to turn up. Wow. And like people like jumping over a fence and her dad and her brother were getting into fights trying to get people away from their house. And in the end, her parents just called the police on themselves just to be like, we need help. <laughs> <laughs> so we all ran away from that. <laughs> and then, yeah, had a, had a prom again when, um, oh, when I was 18. Except this time it was in the center of Bristol. 
Still got suited and booted, but there was much more alcohol. And I had two dates. Two dates? You absolute hefner, you. And there was a, there's a great prom photo of me with my two dates on either side of me looking very pleased with myself. But you fucking were. They're now lesbians. No, 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 I only think one of, one of them kind of fancied me at the time. And the other one, I guess, just didn't want to go without a date. I don't know. Okay, let's make judgments about this cast whilst we can see them. They're all going to die. So, so final obviously, girl. main two final girls are obviously Brittany Snow. The black friend who obviously has to have a black boyfriend because this is, you know, 2000s film. Uh, 2008. 2008. Yeah, like all, all of her friends, like Zombievers, they've all been paired then off. Then you've got fully generic, darker-haired couple. Oh, they've snuck in the keg. He looks a bit like Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> that was literally just like a montage of all the American school stereotypes. <laughs> oh, there's the goths. All paired off as well. Yeah. Yeah, in a row. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah! Here we go. It just elbows on the case. Oh god. Sporting a bit of facial hair. So, was the nightmare she had at the beginning actual reality and the parents she has at the minute are like foster parents? It's really hard to tell because we were talking. <laughs> 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 that, that's the the crap flicks and chill guarantee high school teacher you got crazy obsession neither will you we we won't understand the plot but we will act like we know okay actually no no they're, they're, they're explaining he was a teacher she hit under the bed and had to watch him kill her mother oh shit we arrested that son of a bitch at his house it did happen other than he wasn't outside of the house at the end. Ah, uh, so that did happen. Yeah, you're right. And she, he was an, he was her old teacher who was obsessed with her. Nothing can keep us apart. Fucking hell. She has no family. I see what you're trying to do. Um, this is a side note, but I forgot to say it earlier. Her foster dad is, I think, wearing exactly the same wardrobe as what Dylan Walsh wore in The Stepfather. It's definitely the same production company. They're, they're reusing uh, props fully and sets. Yeah, wasn't it the, the house in Stepfather was the exact same one as the one in Obsessed when they had the fight and the whole ceiling collapsed again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All we need is for a zombie for to crawl through the studio, then we've got the whole set. <laughs> we, we've literally taken all the... Okay. Okay, we need just one sort of joke about, like, a, a couple, one of the couples at the prom hooking up in the toilets and her doing something. With her diva. <laughs> what, what am I, the director? Well, if there's any kind of realistic prom, there will be some beaver action. But in a different kind of way. No, just in case anyone for, for, forgot, uh, I'm not the director, I'm actually the editor, Jason Ballantyne. Jason Ballantyne. <laughs> Here's my prediction. The other superfluous members of her group will probably die, yep. even though they have jack shit to do with the main plot. They'll just die as fodder anyway. Well, I think that's the point, it's the fact that this guy was so obsessed with her, he literally went into her house... When he couldn't find her, he just started stabbing people. That's how crazy he is. 
this is like slasher territory big time yeah so we had this kind of moment we came out of a limo and we were all dressed up it wasn't into like a flipping Hollywood party yeah, the, or like fancy ball at the Ritz did they assign a prom king and a prom queen I do we had a yearbook but I don't remember there being awards like we had one of our one of our bands in our year because we had loads of bands that was just a thing um, played I don't remember there being any like announcements or awards or prom kings or queens because that is the pinnacle of American prom isn't it because sometimes they call it a prom in the UK but a prom in America seems to be everyone comes into this function and there's a crowned king and a queen yeah may I help you sir and some and someone sneaks in alcohol yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. because they're all and they all stay in like motels and stuff it's basically yeah seemingly the first time where a lot of people bang <laughs> yeah well this is the whole thing you have to get laid at prom because you're yeah. going off to college or whatever and you need to have experience this incredibly gorgeous black actress who is gorgeous she's like a um, a stand-in Gabrielle Union if you know who that is Gabrielle Union oh now, now having a bit of Mean Girls She's in like Bring It On and stuff. Ten things I hate about you. I want to wish you luck. You're gonna need all you can get. Joe, you're right. They're gonna have a prom king and queen. I want to know more about her friend on the left. Look how fit she is. That's for sure. Look at that. Britney's friend. Bam. Well, no, or what? The bitchy girl left. Yeah, bitchy left. I think she's she's hot. They're all hot. She's she's hotter than Britney. I I've got nothing against Brittany Snow. Why is she the most unattractive one? I just know you're gonna win. Well, thanks, Miss Waters. Have fun. Why are they laughing at? Why are they laughing at the old lady for saying something kind? Because she's got short hair, so she's obviously a lesbian, right? Because that's how these things work. Yeah, I'm not giving this film any subtlety points so far. It's ticked every. Every every cliche so far about going to prom, so it's going to take every horror cliche. You know, if this was a real teen prom, they'd do some kind of choreographed dance at some point. Oh, never say never, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Stop the rock, can't stop the rock. We can pretty pretty wicked venue as well. Yeah, yeah. This is massive. What what fancy hotel have they rented out here? So for us, I went to two prom equivalent things we had a six form levers ball which was most similar to this where there was like tuxes and the girls wore lovely dresses and it was very that and we also i was also in the college ccf in the raf so i was in raf ball as well you were the raf back I mean, up i don't what? even know why i don't know what i was who i was trying to be but yeah i was in the raf i had to do exams about loads of plane models and Go on mud runs and do loads of manly things like Joe, fully regret now. I never but. knew this about you. Yeah, I used to wear the uniform and stuff. Went away to a couple of RAF camps in England as well. God. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like at that age, loads of people do like cadets or, oh Christ, you can even be in the scouts until you're like 18 and stuff. So it's not, it's not completely shocking that like, oh, you did an extracurricular like out of... <laughs> uh, 
activity group thing, but I don't know. Maybe it's just the the, the acronym that you were in the the Royal Air Force. There's like, wow, fucking hell, he was in the Royal Air Force. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it may be any straighter, so... Uh... Yeah, but if, it, if you suddenly got, like, secret pilot skills, that's wicked. I feel like I treated the learning of the RAF stuff the same way that I treated GCSE French, which is as soon as I was done with my oral exam, it all just completely deleted out of my brain. <laughs> Sacre bleu! <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that mean? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, there's a creepy guy in the back who's already perved on them. That that guy in the grey suit, look at him. Look at him. Oh my god, all three of them. Which one of you beautiful young women is my date tonight? That's you, Jimmy. Oh no, that's, that's not. That's not. That's what this film thinks of 30-something year old. No. Well, if they're 30, then all those girls are 16 in America. That's statutory rape. That's so inappropriate. I'm pretty sure, yeah, pretty certain the legal age of consent in America in most places is 18. Hang on, didn't they just come into prom? Why are they now upstairs? Because uh, they've got, like you said, they've got like hotel rooms or whatever, so they're going there to freshen up or or whatever. Sort their fannies out. Oh my god! 3112. And now he's going to steal the key. 3112, or pretend he was locked up. Oh no, he's got a giant fucking knife. Jesus Christ, this film does not pull any punches. My card, it doesn't seem to work. Can you help? Oh, she. This attendant would know better than to do this. There is no way a hotel attendant would be like, yeah, yeah, sure, come in. I can't check you at all. Also, so, how suspicious are you wearing a baseball cap? Also, how much of a dick do you look wearing a baseball cap? Here's your problem. It's got a scratch. I also feel like he's... He's recognisable from something. Right, now he's clocked where the oh, MasterCard is. idiot, why have you done that? He should be fired immediately. And now, now he knows where the MasterCard is. Oh, they're making it so obvious. Can I have some extra toes? Someone's in there having a shit with the door open, like, get out. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm shitting here. You're in there with your date, having just arrived, having full-on sex. Me? Yeah, because you just walked into the room and put your bags down. That's what you do. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were saying I was another guest. Why is he killing her? Because he's nicking the card. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, look, look literally, the one thing she drops is the card. With the master card, yeah. <laughs> oh, this... Try and look a little bit more suspicious if you can. I like that this film has gone there straight away. Like, we're what? We're barely... Ooh, pardon me. Uh, yeah, we're barely, like, 20... In the first half an hour, we've already seen four people be brutally murdered, and we also know there's a plethora of murders still to come. And all of and all of them are just as ridiculous. Yeah, the body count has officially risen. This is uh, generic dad, generic American dad. <laughs> Slow motion smash of plates to emphasize shock. I gotta put a unit on your house. You know that, all right? <laughs> 
thing is, I, I can be, I can rest easy that because Idris Elba is playing an American cop, not an English uh, Bobby, um, he's not going to go full on Luther. Because if he did, you know he would just chase the guy down himself and like properly kick his ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas I reckon he's going to have to like go through like the red tape of being an American cop and be quite ineffective until the very end. I think sixth form balls and proms and things were never really that much of an anxiety for me because I think for a lot of secondary school I pretty much had a girlfriend. I was basically like a serial monogamist. <laughs> I'm glad you did say serial killer. Yeah, it was probably just to draw attention off the fact that I didn't really like girls, but you know, you took the pressure off if you if you went to these events with a yeah. girlfriend. So I nearly always had a girlfriend for these were you events. The prom king? Is that what you're trying to say? Absolutely not. I was. I was in did, no did way have a prom enough king? to be a prom king. Jesus. At one of your, either your, yeah, did your RAF ball and your leavers ball have awards or some sort of like, um, I guess, uh, conformed social something? No, I don't think so. You mean like a, any title? No, nothing like that. I think you just came along, got drunk, looked nice, took pictures and then... Yeah, they just it. pretended you weren't drinking as much as you were. Yeah. Oh, he's already trying to get lucky. Again, mate, it's barely been half an hour. You've got a whole evening. I feel like, though, if there was a prom king and queen, I feel like I could have told you who would have got it from my year. Do you think you just would know? I mean... Your years, yeah? I, def I definitely wouldn't be able to remember from secondary school all the people I went with. And, you know, the, the irony of life is that any of those people who probably would have been up for Prom King now uh, are all the same losers who've spent the past 15 years uh, stuck in my, my small-time village just, like, moving shit all day and have done fuck all with their lives and have gotten really fat and lost all their hair. Do you... Um, that's an interesting thing to talk about. So do you think that people are kind of stunting their life experience if they don't leave their hometown? Um, yes and no. I have to be very careful about this. Uh, I, ha I had an upbringing which was very much a... I had, I had parents who always wanted the best for me, always wanted me to, you know, achieve, achieve the most that I could and... Um, you know, follow whatever ambitions and and dreams and stuff. So I had like like the most supportive family upbringing I, I could have had, mixed with the fact that yeah, I'm I'm from a yeah, you know, I'm not from like the arse end of nowhere kind of like country village, but it's a small small town of a few. Well, back then only a few thousands with you know high street, which is only really good for like pubs and charity shops and that's it and when you kind of grow up there you have to like really make your own fun especially a before you can drink and b before you can drive the second i could drive was one of the most liberating moments of my life yeah, yeah and I bet, yeah. i'd always had that desire that you know the second i turned 18 you know i am i am moving out i'm going off to university kind kind of doesn't matter where um uh, pre preferably not bristol uh, being my closest city, which you know is a 
is a very different view I have now because I absolutely love going back to Bristol and I love going back home, but for very, very different reasons from when I grew up. So I always wanted to move away and see the world and all that jazz. And, you know, I've obviously traveled outside of the UK all over the world as well, but like that was very much a drive Hello? for me. Um, is anybody here? And, but, <sighs> but equally people, you know, if you lived in London your whole life, you're going to have, you'd have had way less of a sheltered upbringing, relatively speaking, than I did. So, and, you know, you might not be, you won't necessarily have that same drive to be like, well, why would I want to go and suddenly experience all these other smaller, lesser cities in the UK when I've got literally everything here kind of thing. So, so my impression is this, and I, uh, I also come from a small town. Well, well, a small town on the small island, but it's even more small town mentality. I wouldn't say it necessarily stunts people's life experience, but I would say it probably accelerates it slightly. So I think when, from from my observation, people who veer out of cities, and this is a sweeping generalization, people who don't go to cities and people who stay in their hometown, they tend to quickly move on They'll to have get married, married have kids. kids quicker, yeah. And I think that's a lot quicker. Oh, jump scare. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Rather than people in like central central London or any other big city. But that's just my observation. Obviously, there's exceptions either yeah. way. But, you know, it's again like, well, you know, there's absolutely nothing. Well, like loads of people still have that similar life goal if they want to have a family and settle down in that way and own their own house and everything. And it happens at different rates, but it's not to say you can't have a a career before or during or after then or whatever it's just the location you're in will make it happen in a different like you said a different time rate or uh kind of whatever don't you think this girl her friend really looks a bit like a budget Lindsay lohan like an old it's the freckles Lindsay yeah lohan, like mean girlsy it's 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 the i freckles. feel like i recognize her but i don't know what from so i think you just must have one of those faces I think she needs to do a lot more drugs to look like Lindsay Lohan. Ooh. Do we think the girl's about to die, the Ooh, friend? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, this, this is a good call. First. Because she's uh, got some screen time, otherwise why would she be on there? I think she just said she wanted you to date other guys to her date. what you want to hear on prom. He thought he was going to get lucky. Mirrors, man. Mirrors in horror movies. And she's about to get lucky. Is she going to look at a mirror? Lucky with a knife. Donna? Fair play if the killer in this film kills everybody with the same knife. That's uh, that's craftsmanship. That's also very typical slasher stuff, isn't it? To have the same yeah, but you, but you get the, that like one odd kill where someone like panics so much they end up killing themselves because they just like run into a sheet of glass or through a window and then bleed out and the killer's just like well you made it easy that's me that's me running away <laughs> <laughs> i'll just flail and... what was it <laughs> how many shots have there been of this opening a wardrobe door so many look they got to pad out the runtime because they're they're moving too quickly they suddenly re- they suddenly realized in the edit it's like shit guys we've done like two-thirds of the film in like the first third we need to slow it down Michael? Oh, is he going to walk around the corner with the knife? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, and knife goes in. 
guts come out. What is an off-screen kill? Are you joking? Oh no. And he looks like a um, he looks like a knockoff. Um, oh, Ben Wilshaw. Is that the person I'm thinking of? I don't know who that is. Uh, Q from Q from the latest Bonds, but he's oh much... yeah, he does look like that, uh, mixed with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God, that's that's spot on, Joe. Doing fine, thanks. By the way, Freddie Prince Jr. is one of my schoolboy crushes that I used to absolutely love him ever since I saw him in like She's All That and a few other crap movies. I was like, oh, I want to be you. And actually now, I've had multiple interactions and chats with him on Twitter. He's, he's really chatty to people and really sound. And it's so nuts that we have this platform. Look at me, look at me deciding that Twitter's this revolutionary thing. Yeah, but we you have can this connect. crazy direct link yeah. with people. And I think it's so cool that you can do that. And just well, Dylan Walsh doing us a message for the... I know it's not necessarily Twitter, but like how accessible he is as a, as a, a film star. And TV star compared to uh, if he had been 20 years ago. Absolutely. And uh, Miss Cracker from Drag Race obviously gave us some branding and marketing advice, but also sent us an email, by the way, to our Craftflix Gmail saying that she can't wait to listen. So pretty cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Be right. That's what, for all the toxicity that is, is on Twitter, and there is a hell of a lot of it, the... The fact that it is the most accessible way to either, you know, very potentially, in some cases, have a dialogue of some form with someone who could have previously been like your childhood hero or, you know, could land you your dream job because you managed to contact your the company of your dreams, like at Nintendo and it's something getting picked up because they see your work and then suddenly you're like, having this dialogue. It's insane. Yeah, it's amazing. Think of all the extras in this film who have had to dress up like in prom gear, like for however many days amount of days to be in the background, be a fuzzy shape. Is that in itself just like a good premise for a horror film? Being an extra on a um, oh my god, a prom and set being bumped off and people not noticing. Yeah, being on a like, that's such a good idea. But this specific like set of like um, like the ball or whatever, and like. It starts off in just every every few days. You, know, you keep reshooting, uh, like you just notice. Oh, there was a, there was an extra car on table thirteen. Where's he gone? And the shoot just keeps going on and on. And the producers don't give you answers. And you're like, I better be getting paid for this. And you start to like go a bit insane. And you can't work out what's real or what's not anymore. And it, you know, and I know the twist is that was the whole plot of the film in the first place. You, I love that. That, ex, I love that, that the extra was the protagonist. I love the idea of the expendable extras. That's so such a good idea. Right, what's this guy saying? Uh, I'm saying, but he's saying nice things so he can get in her pants. He's so boring. Um, let's 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 call it now because it's it's not even halfway, and I'll be I want to see if it can prove me wrong. The plot for the rest of this is generic prom stuff will keep happening and Psycho Guy will slowly find a way to kill all of her friends off. And then I think Idris Ilba will eventually save her 
or she might end up having to save herself and it will either happen in the hotel or it'll they'll have like run out into the streets somewhere yeah i think uh i think there's going to be a few near miss running aways i think she's going to be quite a good final girl she's going to put up a fight do some good sprinting and use a variety of different objects to get away she'll dive down a laundry chute yeah and I'm calling it now as well. If the film has to leave this overall setting and do some, like, go all the way back to her house and do the final third where he ends up killing her parents, like, her first parents in the house. Maybe he said he wanted to see other girls. Oh. This doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I feel if the film ends up going back to her house and trying to recreate the beginning of the film... At that point, it's gone on too long. The weird thing about this is we can see the person who's doing it without any ambiguity. Well, it did it right from the beginning, in the dream. Even with Friday the 13th, you can... It could be someone else under the mask. I mean, it rarely was. Rarely was but... uh, well, the original Friday the 13th was actually Jason Voorhees' mom. Yeah, yeah, I know Hammer. that from Scream. Spoiler. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, only from the start of Scream. I'd never actually seen them, but I saw that. Claire. So this is this is dickhead boyfriend who um, wanted to sleep with other women. He's got kind of a Shia LaBeouf thing about him, the way he's talking. <laughs> Are you judging all these teens by like other actors? Like, oh, that one's Lindsay Lohan. Well, I do, in these kind of films, I always feel like there's like decoys of everyone, and he's he's no exception. Or it's like you know how casting agents be like, oh, we need a, a a Tom Hanks type for this film, so they just find a generic but not Tom Hanks, but it looks like Tom Hanks or acts like him for the role. He's actually had more screen time than I thought he would have based on seeing him in the first scene. Oh, oh, sinister shadow. If he doesn't die, I will... Yeah, he's just going to die, isn't he? So yeah, you very astutely said it's very interesting that the film revealed the face of the killer so early on, like literally in the first opening scene, even though it was a dream. Um, And how unusual that is for slasher fix. There's no kind of like whodunit or like un, un... veiling of the mask yeah nothing do you feel it makes the film less sinister well i feel like it makes it less intriguing like you know like the whole you're imagine like well in um Mm -hmm. he's out there you know very glad we didn't ever get to see that guy's face behind the creepy mask yeah that's what that film did right and this is what this film is doing wrong it's the exact opposite isn't it I really am sorry, Claire. Look, don't let my being an idiot ruin our prom, okay? Uh, he's behind there. Okay. Oh. Claire. Damn it. Okay, he's playing the long game. rich are these kids that they can afford these like luxury hotel rooms just for prom but i already said i was sorry what else what else do you want me to say huh yeah what do you want me to say huh i'm from new york <laughs> hey i'm drinking here 
Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking here. This is getting silly. Also, how? Enough already. Again, another fucking wardrobe. All they do is look into wardrobes. And these, this shot of these hangers. Ooh. Oh, that is creepy. Oh my God, that gave me the chills, Joe. Did it? It didn't get me at all. His face reveal, not him lurching out. That was a bit ridiculous. His face reveal. Oh, I want to go back and watch that. That was so creepy. Oh. Like, I obviously knew it was coming, but it's the way the shadow fell off his face was like... What's creepier to me is how into it does this song all of these kids are, even though it's a generic beat that has never been in the charts. And how sexually they're dancing, even though 95% of them are probably virgins. <laughs> Welcome to this virgin party. Yeah, bump and grounds. What's a rim job? I don't know, but it's a fun thing to say <laughs> when you're dancing. Oh, oh here's, here's the class yearbook. Oh, imagine submitting your photo for this yearbook montage in a film. This is all the set, clearly, like the art department. Like, just put something on and take a picture. They're gonna announce king and queen. DJ's taking a break, and he's gonna come back and play a couple other songs, so... You don't care about this at all, do you? So, is that... Britney Snow's boyfriend. No, 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 he just looks just like him. Instead of you. What oh. he does. <laughs> they're, they're all generic American jocks, Joe. I can't, I can't tell the difference between Meathead 1 and Meathead 2. All city two years in a row. Yeah, Chrissy, you could do a lot worse. Plot twist. Uh, the killer is actually the prom king. <laughs> what, the older guy with the baseball cap is going to come and be prom king? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That'd be so good. Oh, that, that, that's all he ever wanted. In his twisted fantasy, he wants to be prom king to a, a thingy's prom queen. Some of these 16-year-olds are evidently 35. <laughs> I've n I'm not even... Well, I'm closer to 35 than I am 16, but I've never been... I don't know how young someone's ever thought of me. I don't know how young... What sentence did you just say? I don't know how young someone's ever thought of me. Did, did I tell you that one of the last times I, I... As in, he looks clearly younger than 25 or... Challenge 25 or 18, therefore I'm going to ID him. But that's because I think he looks 17 or whatever. Oh God, I haven't been ID'd ever. Like, I feel like as soon as I was trying to get into clubs, they were just letting me in. And I thought I'd be trying to be cool. I just have an older face. I think I'm finally catching up with my face. Did you notice a difference growing up once you started, um, like, having having facial hair definitely, definitely ages people. That's just a fact. And it, when you're younger, it plays much more of a difference to getting ID'd. Mm, I feel like having facial hair when you're really young ages you in the opposite way. Oh, I think yeah. bad facial hair like bum fluff makes you look terribly young. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What I mean is, since I've pretty much had a beard, I haven't been ID'd since. Which one is she? Which was my early... Well, you need a beard to still be ID'd. No, no, no. I'm saying if without without a beard, I would have probably been ID'd maybe a little bit more in my early 20s, but the fact that I've had a beard pretty much a little bit on and off since means I haven't been ID'd since then. 
So there's this theory, right, that beard, beards on guys is like contouring for women, as in a beard can drastically improve a man's face in the way that makeup can improve a girl's face. Discuss. Joe, it's why I don't shave it off. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see what's on the lower half of this face. Well, no, because you could, yeah, exactly. You could have a beard and, you know, you know the basically the, the part on your cheek, um, going up into your sideburns is the part which when you shave you shave it at a sharp downward angle as if you've got like a really well-defined cheek line and that's the thing about beards it's that part in specific like specifically that yeah contours your face and makes you like it can hide the beard can hide the the double chin and can yeah make it look like you've got like a sharp sh uh, sharper features than you actually do yep Whereas look at that guy. He looks like well baby faced, that concierge. Look at him. Can you think of um can you think of any male friends that you have who look worse with facial hair? A few. I'm not I'm not gonna name and chain, but there's a few who basically because they can't grow a full beard. Um like as in like I've <laughs> two 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 of them in, in, in particular who I know who tried to do Movember like there was no difference at the beginning of the month towards the end. Uh, like, it's that bad, and it just looks so, like, willow willowy and wispy. Oh, I wanted him to just fully stab him just then, like, just going <laughs> past the corridor. I was like, Kush! You're no beard, prick. Have you ever seen anything less menacing than this guy in this black baseball cap with a random jacket on? No, but you know what's interesting? Even his little bit of... Look, look at his jaw... Look at his little bit of stubble because it's dark. Like I have to have a full beard because my hair is quite light. But even his little bit of stubble is giving his face a bit more shape. The other guy's so clean shaven, his face looks really rotund. But but I think that guy, the, the killer guy, would be handsome either way. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's That's a got, handsome face. He's got good genetics. But what I'm saying is, the other guy, if he had just a bit of a beard and wasn't being strangled. Um, <laughs> would look more handsome. Shot on an iPhone. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm, I'm biased, Joe. I've, I've had a beard for the best part of my, well, for the most of my adult life, and it's not going away anytime soon. Because I, I think I look, I look younger, I look fatter, uh, and I don't think I look as attractive without a beard. Not as attractive. I don't look as amazingly attractive as I do now, Joe. That's not what I uh, said. My, uh... I said I don't look as attractive as whatever. Because, you know, I'm, I'm obviously stunningly handsome now. So, uh, yeah. I'll give myself a, a, a 9.8 out of 10 rather than a 10 out of 10 when I have my beard. If I was stunningly attractive, Joe, I wouldn't need the beard to shape my face. I don't know. Some people just have it because they like it. I feel like my beard very obviously grows more in certain places. Like I don't like it takes a lot more, a lot longer for the side parts of my beard to come in, whereas other people seem to grow really evenly throughout. Yeah, I I kind of do, but I also notice that it takes like a little bit of time for my beard to look properly filled in if I've shaved it like quite low. Why did she just do like so? She's just but literally bumped into the killer. And thinks that he looks familiar, but then she's bothered. Because she remembers the police story of... I don't know. I feel like that was a different school. 
as well. I don't, I've not been following the plot. <laughs> what is this, a review podcast? Is it very back in the hotel's parking lot? That the honesty, Idris Elba's sidekick does look like Freddie Prince Jr. put in the microwave for a good 45 seconds. <laughs> I love, I love, I love he took the phone off the hook as if anyone's going to call that phone bar like reception. Yeah, that's such like a dated thing. Like, everyone's got mobiles these days, so it's not really yeah. a thing that gets done. Or even like if you have a phone in your house, it's cordless, so taking it off the hook doesn't work in the same way. But I love how he took off the hook as just like a trope, like, oh, don't want to be disturbed. Yeah. It's like reception calling up, like, just a courtesy call. Just make sure you're not having underage sex. Um, there is a killer on the loose with a baseball cap. Um, oh my God, yes! Joe! Nothing happens in the film without a reason. He's They're going to find out he's a killer and know he's going to the room and they're going to try and call and they're going to get yep. killed because they're having sex terrible teenagers that they are most importantly where's her shawl oh she dips out the moment they arrived in the cloakroom it's lucky that her mum gave her that shawl really because that was the only thing that colour matched her to her partner whereas everyone else was completely colour matched so what was she going to do silly bitch don't think about it your foster mum's got your back love Here's the one teacher who's here. Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City. Oh, it's going to be really awkward. Her boyfriend's going to be prom king and her rival's... Her best friend's rival's boyfriend... Uh, no, her best friend's rival's going to be prom queen. And it's going to be really awkward. Yeah, see, look, they're going to try and call the hotel room and the phone's off the hook because they're having sex. Look, look, they're literally about to do it. They're going to call the line. What's going on? You reached Ronnie. I'm going to change my voicemail. Honestly, you've really blown... I, like, I don't know why. I studied film for three years at university. I should know that kind of like stuff. But... You're right. Why would they show things if it didn't have like some sort of importance? Oh my god! Yeah, everything in film writing is is um, a Chekhov's gun, isn't it? It's the it's the yeah. preview to something else. Oh, has he just been driving around with a dead guy in his trunk? Because that's not suspicious or do smelly. Well, I'd have to have a car first. Or is he going to be under the bed? That would be impossible. No, it's 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 showing that they're trying to call both phones and they're not there. Sensual. It is a bit. Uh, it's rated fifteen. Jesus Christ, Liz! Of course. And she's just real. I mean, what a time to realize. Run straight into his knife. Whoa, he was going to propose? Well, that's a mistake, babe. You're only 16. Wow. Yeah. Well, it dodged. Okay, I hope they give her best... This is the best friend, right? I hope she gets a good send-off, because it really annoys me when the when a slightly more important character doesn't get that. Oh, oh that wasn't even... That was, that was her fault. 
See, that's what I mean, Joe. There's always that one kill where the killer didn't really have to do anything. She's going to kill herself. Come on. <laughs> oh, where panic. is she now? Why the rush? <laughs> what she is with like this production Dexter's company lab? and just creating places like this that don't exist in real life? She's in Dexter's lab, but by that I mean it's like Dexter the Yeah, yeah not show. Dexter's laboratory. It's labyrinth. No, <laughs> Hell it's, it's Dexter. Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> yeah. Mendark, my arch nemesis. <laughs> I don't know why he's Russian. I can't, I can't do Dexter's voice, but... Uh... Okay, at this point, if I'm on this floor being chased by someone, I know I'm dead. Sorry, is the hotel half bit? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> Ludicrous. I knew this film was terrible, Joe. I knew it. <laughs> oh, she's very trippy and it's very annoying. And now he's doing the cliche thing. He's not even running after her. He's slowly walking and he'll still Where is she? <laughs> Where is this? I don't, I don't know. She's on the building site. Ah, that would be the abandoned ballroom downstairs. I, yeah, I still got to say, Joe, she is actually smoking. I think she's the most attractive. She's really hot, isn't she? Pigeons. <laughs> 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 But also, just to clarify, I'm saying this because I, I hope that she is actually a 30-year-old actress playing below her age. Oh, in there. Ooh. <laughs> Ding! That's creepy as well, Why has he gone to this floor? Lisa. She's... Oh. She's, she's smart. She's not going to call out. But then she'll probably still die. Lisa, you're not getting chased by a killer on this abandoned floor, are you? Look at his eyes! He's got crazy... They do some interesting stuff with the lighting. That, that closet scene really freaked me. It didn't get me at all. And usually I'm a jumper. Well, what was it that got me and he's out there? Like someone throwing a brick through a car window? Oh yeah, um, she came down here to tell you about some like Syrica. Oh, prom king. <laughs> That's exactly what just happened. <laughs> My man. This is my moment, and I'm under a tarpaulin. <laughs> you know, that's the film saying that you know. Don't try and leave now. You've got away. Oh no. That's the film saying, you know, there's there's big there's more important things in life than prom king and queen kids. Yeah, not dying at the hands of a serial killer. <laughs> oh my oh, god, she's she annoying me to now. be killed. How stupid is she? She's such a klutz. Why is she running backwards? Why is she running backwards? I mean, yeah. by the end of it, I was hoping that she'd die. No sympathy. Yeah, but I thought she was like... They give her the tiniest bit of um, humility. that She's like, oh shit, I need to tell my friend about this. And then they make her do the stupidest shit in a row. Running into pigeons, making too much noise, squealing and panting, <laughs> kicking loads of paint cans over. R running into an abandoned, abandoned building And running site. backwards. Why are you running backwards? Why are you running backwards when you've got no idea whether he's in front of you or behind you? It makes no sense. Uh, I, I think, like you said, because they show she has a bit of humility, I naturally assume there's a bit of intelligence as well. 
Just cleaning my murder murder knife. Hang on. Uh, it says do not disturb. Breaking protocol there. My god. Again, some guy's just in there having a shit. Yeah. Hey! What the? Hey, I'm shit here. Do you know how much I paid for this freaking hotel room? <laughs> well, I want it to be his, like, um, like Home Alone 2, where he's got the setup so it looks like someone's in the oh shower. Like, God, cool yeah. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you freaking perv. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that, that was one of my favorite films in cinematic history. I loved it as a kid. I love it as an adult. Uh oh, dead maid. No, no, he's here. Very tidy. He's killed a maid, cover all the doors. I'm gonna pour the alarm. I want the entire place cleared immediately. We'll flush him out. Hey, hey, find Donna Keppel and put her in protective custody now. I can't believe it just opens in as many films like this. I don't know, maybe I just knew him so much from. Um, so I knew him from The Wire and then Luther. Which are like obviously very seminal TV shows. Alert! Please exit the building. This is an emergency. What? When is that ever the alert? <laughs> alert! Alert! <laughs> is this like a sci-fi yeah, film? Yeah, yeah. What is this? Like, go to quadrant seven. <laughs> this is my moment. Oh yeah, but Joe, we don't know who prom king and queen are. Exactly what she said. I'm not kidding here. Please, let's move now. He looks half a day older he than looks, these people at prom. He, yeah, like you would not. Shit. Oh, she didn't win. Oh my god, you have to be kidding me. Alert. Please exit the building. This is Whoa, those are names of characters that I should know by now. Yeah, which one's that? <laughs> Who's Lisa Bynes? Is that the black girl? <laughs> I, I presume that was her friend. This can't be the most effective way to handle this situation as they all slowly like, all walk past him en masse. You could easily is miss him. Is his observational skills that good? Yeah. Or is he just trying to find her to get her to safety? Oh, he's from Twilight, that guy. Is it? He's one of the brothers from Twilight, or the people from the, the Cullens. Good for him. I probably shouldn't know that. Uh, no, another admission, although I feel a less... Like, why would you go back into the lift when there's a fire alarm? Yeah, loser. Absolutely not. Oh, they all deserve to get killed from stupid reasons. Why is the black dude not bothered about his girlfriend going missing? And why aren't you looking for your girl? Ugh. Well, this is the film's way of basically getting all the all the extras out, although that in itself is another great movie idea, and just keeping the main protagonists inside the building now. So it's going to be a real like cat and mouse, like Scooby-Doo chase around the hallway. Because it's literally her, the two cops, or oh, that guy. <laughs> okay, there's loads of people around. <laughs> no, nobody's leaving in this fire alarm. No one gives a shit. Lisa? Claire? 
Dun 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 dun. <laughs> See? Surprise, it's the, it's, motherfucker! It's the Goosebumps book of scares. <laughs> she just turned around and somehow fell oh, into the fucking a wardrobe again. That's the only shot they have. Oh, sorry, that's just so funny. How did you, did you see that just then? Just... Yeah, creepy. Why would he do that and then back away? <laughs> Look that. Oh, I thought the lamp was still shaking from when she walked into it. Oh. So how come Shit. he... I've missed you. See, look at the lighting. I think that lighting is quite good. There isn't a moment when I haven't thought about So is he that. just it's like, it's like, like taking a stalker man who... Don't be afraid. He was, he was an old teacher. Oh. When Idris Elba went through, like, the report file, he was like an... A teacher who was obsessed with her, and he had this like giant journal where he wrote loads of lines and pictures of her oh, right. and stuff. Fair enough. But I presume that was at a different school in a different town to the one that she's in now. I mean, I don't want to be controversial, but if this fit guy was obsessed with me, I'd be like, yeah, sure. You want to kill my family? Sure, fine. You're hot. It's all good. Is that a thing that's all either misrepresented both in um, pop culture and movies generally um, and kind of a little bit underplayed in real life, which is obviously the pedo older male teacher hitting on the young female student is horrific and... Um, you know, should be severely punished and all and all that kind of jazz. But the reverse of that, the 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 female teacher hitting on the young male is always like it's like sent up a bit comically. Yeah, I mean, the female, the older female teacher hitting on the young male is like busted's what what like what I go to school for type vibe, where it's like, oh, how funny. Yeah. Or she's considered desperate, but it kind of leaves it that. Like, yeah, I, yeah, or I know in South you. Park, it's like, oh, what, what, where are all these hot female teachers hitting on me when I was at school? Kind of things. Like, it's seen as a badge of honor by like young kids, as opposed to, no, it's horrific, still abuse of power and, you know, underage. Ooh. Oh, that would be horrible. Sex with a minor. She's getting quite used to this whole lying under a bed and seeing dead bodies. Well, I say used to. She's having lots of experience. If I had made that many decibels come out of my mouth when I was trying to hide, I'd be like, fuck it, and I would just instantly not hide anymore. Well, no, well, I think if I, if I did that, I would, like, well, fucking come and drag me out of this bed. Because basically, you can't... If he knew you were under the bed, and you're like, fuck it, if you try to get out yourself, he would be able to get round to whichever side you're trying to climb out of. So I'll be like, fuck it, I'm going to stay right in the middle and make it as awkward as possible. Scarf. And you're going you're gonna to have to lift up this bed. Shawl, scarf. See? It has a purpose, Jero. She's going to use it to, like, abseil down the, <laughs> the, the, the hotel. <laughs> oh, he knows she's under there. Oh, kill me, but not the shawl. Oh. 
But yeah, honestly, I'll be like, if you want me, fucking drag me out of this bed, or if it's light enough, lift it up. And if you, by him lifting it up, then's your opportunity to try and run. Take the stairs, take the stairs. Interesting, okay. I wasn't expecting her to get saved then. There's not that much left in the film. This is the ending that Idris was not allowed to have and obsessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Be there at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be <laughs> present, yeah. He literally just rocks up after the last 20 minutes worth of fighting and it's just like, the end. See, that implies he's going to do his job here. Why is he going in on his own? Oh, he's not good. There you go. Although, I don't know. Although, Roger generic cop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if ever there was extra fodder. Although, I'm annoyed it doesn't look like more teenagers from the prom are going to get killed. There's, I swear there's another horror film um, where a bunch of teens get killed at a prom. Is it like Valentine's Day? Uh, you mean Prom Night 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, if there is a sequel to this, which if there's a sequel to this kind of film, it's got to be worse. It's got to be watched as well. <laughs> We've got to watch it. Yeah. He moved... What? He's got a weird thing about tidying up some of the bodies, but then leaving some other ones really obviously. So this is the part where... So oh. there you go, yeah, there's an obvious body. So why did he move the one under the bed? Oh, what God, it's just a child. Gain? It's just a young teen. Did you see the way he reacted to it? <laughs> That's effective policeman, isn't it? Oh, I've, I've seen so much shit on the force. I'm going with her. I'm coming with you. Okay, get in the car. Oh, uh, uh, Joe, it's going to do what I told. I said the film shouldn't do. It's going to take the story back to her house. He's going to be there. A few more people will die. Idris Elba will swoop in to save the day. But it feels like they're extending it. How did she know that her her friend was dead? Um, so did, was she, did she say the one who was under the bed? I don't know any of her names, Jamie. Neither do I. She didn't see she was dead. I think she, she said Claire, and then the other one in the thing was Lisa. So I think Lisa's the black girl, and Claire is um, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, so he still doesn't know where his girlfriend is. Oh, yeah, there you go, yeah. Oh, the SWAT's arrived. Yeah! The building's going to be completely clear, isn't it? You're so right. He's already escaped. This is such a slasher by numbers, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I felt like if it didn't resolve here with a few more deaths and him swooping in to save the day, it started to extend its stay of... Well, extend its welcome. Because they've just recreated the whole hiding under the bed with him walking around thing, so... Yeah, where did it go? If it goes back to the house and he's killed her new parents, it's just like, oh, come on now. I can't believe he was going to um, 
propose. That's the biggest shock for me in this film. I love that you are now savvy and wise enough to these films that you aren't trying to suggest some kind of twist ending because you know there's not going to be one. <laughs> well, I know this... I think this film has already established itself as not going to do anything. There's not even a slight red herring in here. This is literally just he's, as it is. He's Out There was the one that I went, this could have been so much different and... I think they they did a really good job with that. Would you rather was a different kind of film, but for he's out there for that kind of like slasher home invasion thing, it really didn't go the way I thought it was going to necessarily. Whereas everything's happening as I thought. I mean, you didn't expect to see this whole takedown, but. No, but I quite like the idea there's a bunch of SWAT police going around this hotel breaking every single door. Yeah, yeah, the hotel's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, that's going to cost them so much money to redo. Or... Oh, now, why would they do that? Why would you turn off the light and... Ah, oh, look, he's escaped. Of course he's escaped. Oh, no, they just found her. 50 bucks says I know where he's going. The carnival. Why have they left her alone? Terrible parents, Joe. They were like, why would they be like, oh my God, you must be so bad. Anyway, go off on your own. That news report, though, said something very interesting, which I always thought is really hammed up in American films. And it's kind of... It, it seeps into our culture and you think it's the world at the time and re very quickly realise it's not. They put such pressure, well, at least the pop culture representation of prom is always like, oh, it's the biggest night of your life and you're going to get laid for the first time and all that, all that kind of jazz. And in the grand scheme of things, it really isn't. But like, you can see why it's like such a big deal because it's just hyped up so much. Yeah, exactly. Like, that girl was devastated she didn't get prom queen. But I always think as well, I do feel sorry for... Um, as opposed to realising, oh, that's not going to stop me, like, getting a great job and having my own career and family and probably many better other partners and or life, life husband. Yeah, but you, you touched on something earlier, which was about how your parents always wanted the best for you and they, they wish great things for you and wanted you to excel, etc. You forget that some parents care about the lineage of them winning prom queen and therefore their daughter winning prom queen and stuff. That kind of competitiveness is present in the prom universe as well. So it's like, if you come from, no, if you come from a line of, a line of winners, you're going to want to be a winner and it's going to matter to you in a way that most people would yeah. do. But it's, it's such a unique pressure because you can only technically go to prom once. Whereas, you know, you could still be the star and quarterback um, and you know it's not necessarily the case with all sports but you still might have that one chance and you could blow it but you've still got other moments to like reclaim that glory or to work harder to train harder you might be more successful in your adult career in sports but you can still have that winning mentality there's something unique about prom there's like this is a single event 
if it doesn't live up to the the expectation and the hype or yeah you're right you don't win that award like it's such like a letdown it's crazy mm. uh, i will say the boyfriend has lasted longer than i thought and the black boyfriend has has had a lot more depth of character than i thought Keep... i don't know how to respond to that <laughs> Have you, have you got a new mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is this the, the crap looks and chill season two? You're trying to watch this with like Siri live recording and she just goes, I'm sorry, Joe, I don't know how to respond to. Look out to you crazy bitch. Oh, this is dragging to me. Oh shit, blood on the ceiling. Oh. Oh, of course. Oh, that's how he escaped jail. He stabbed his he stabbed his uh, roommate, and he climbs through the vents. Yeah. Ah, he's at it again. Oh, this guy, Freddy's gonna die. Oh, of course, yeah. It's interesting you say Freddy Prince Jr. was like, you know this. Heart for a few growing up because like, I knew he was some sort of like teen idol, but I'd never actually seen any of the films he'd been in. I just knew that, like, oh, Freddie Prince Jr. You've never seen She's All That? Not, not at the time. The first thing I saw Freddie Prince Jr. in was the Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> Hang on, if that's a body, how did that suddenly touch him? <laughs> Joe, your logic is flawless. Doesn't make any fucking sense. No, okay, so he was in around the same time he was in. She's all that. He was in... I know what he did last summer in the sequel. Um, he was in the Scooby-Doo films. He was in some other shit, rubbishy TV film. Yeah, but I think he was just known as being a heartthrob, wasn't he? At the time. Yeah. You know, he's still married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. Really? Yeah, they've had like they've had like three kids. They have a great... They seem to have a great life, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Nice guy. Nice lady as well. Both cool. I'm assuming she's a nice lady. He's a nice guy. I went upstairs about an hour and a half ago. There's a light on in Donna's bedroom. Which reminds me I need to go back and watch more Buffy. Buffy's one of those things like Friends, which I'd seen like a bit of. And I've seen like so many random one-off episodes. Like I know the characters. I know some of the main... Do you know how you used to have a, have a guy crush on uh, female wives from Buffy? Um, her friend Faith? Jesus Christ. Donna. Elijah Dushku. Fit. Oh, okay. Who would you say has been the most, you know, classic us, who's been the most attractive person in this film? Male, female, or both? Uh, he's not my normal type, but the, the guy who got killed by the killer jumping out of the cupboard was quite fit I think for me oh the the dickhead boyfriend yeah 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 something about him I'm not sure why really yeah yeah. who do you think's the best looking girl oh definitely Let, let's 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 run backwards and trip over paint cans oh yeah she's gorgeous yeah, yeah. D- d- despite the severe lack of IQ honourable mention the bitch's friend to the left that's such like that was a blink and you miss it moment she was not supposed to be like the attention of 
focus in that scene. No, but she stole it because she was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, but now I have to go back and watch it to like know who you're even talking about. Close the mirror, he's in it. Cliche. <laughs> do you know why they can't do that though? Because she can't have a nightmare. And it'd be clearly set up to then be a bad dream. But actually all of it was true. Because then you're like, oh wait, she did have her old parents and her brother brutally murdered. Like... <laughs> it's going to make it really difficult to start working out what's actually happening in this film. Like another protective detail that's going to do jack shit and probably get killed. Ow. Well, I'm just here doing my tax returns. No, no killers. What's the point of those details? I think I said that in the last film. I can't remember which one it was, but they had another like protective watch and they just never do anything. Well, I guess I guess the, the idea is that they're a, a deterrent. They're a crap because deterrent. They're a deterrent if you if, just kill them. No, but if you if you basically went in, if you were going to kill somebody, and you got into the house and you fucked it up, and a commotion started getting caused, or like if you like they started, they pulled out a gun and started firing, then yes, you've suddenly got an officer or two right on the scene, kind of thing. But yeah, if you snuck in, because that guy's literally looking, he's not even looking at the house; he was looking down the road. If you literally snuck in and slashed somebody with a knife, yeah, they wouldn't have a clue. Mirrors and cupboards oh have God. been overused in this. Joe, plot twist. She's so fucked up. She's the killer. From she's so fucked up from the the murder and all the drugs she's been taking that she's been the one killing everybody and has got the psych. That's how he escaped. Oh my god, Joe. If the film pulls that twist on me, this might be the greatest twist I've seen. It can't. It can't. How would that work? Have there been any scenes where she's... It would have to do a flashback of every murder showing her committing yeah, it. Yeah, because the black girl saw him and stuff. Unless he's a red herring. Uh, I just don't think so. But why set up the film with her having a nightmare? Oh, okay, right, right. this will be the, the boyfriend's dead now or something, right? Or that's not, that's not him. It'd be one of those, Why right? set up the film with a nightmare that shows she's having these flashbacks and he's in jail? Oh my God. No, it, it won't. Oh, for a split second, I got so excited. That's going to be him, because it's the most cliche thing in the world. Dead. Bobby. Nah, it's going to be dead. her boyfriend dead. Hey. Every time. <laughs> Don't have to laugh about it, Jesus. I mean, look, as long as, as long as she's having a good time. Teehee-hee. <laughs> also, why would he go in the room after killing the officer? Why would he go in the room, 
kill the boyfriend while she was in the bathroom and then go out of the room That won't again. be him and he'll be in the cupboard. Come on, there's things you can do here. Well, you reckon this is Idris Elba coming in? Oh, if if this film doesn't pull that twist, then yes, this is this is absolute garbage. Donna. Yeah. See, you called that a mile off. Oh, end. <laughs> I. What did I say, Joe? I said if they took it back to the house, they've dragged it out longer than it should have done. Oh. Considering how speedy it started off as well. Well, and her, dad, her stepdad's dead. Oh no, generic cop. No. <laughs> no. It was his last Bobby. day on the job. <laughs> uh, actually, I think it was his first. <laughs> oh, he's fit though. He'd let him kiss you. Yeah. Oh, he was just one day away from retirement. No! Come on here, just shoot him already. Ooh. How you can? How can? I don't know, stop distracting me so I can go and get him. I mean, he would have heard this by now. No. Look, uh, uh, empty your clip. Empty your fucking clip. Imagine if he'd fallen down and the knife had just stabbed her and she died as well. <laughs> I didn't Whoops. think that. Whoops. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, as you as you die, you, you rigor mortis sets and whatever, so he could have locked his arm in position. Also, fully, she would already have been scarred. Oh, she already kind of was scarred for life from the first one, but she is fucked now. I don't know what this girl's doing with the rest of this her life. This is what I'm saying. She could have been so messed up from seeing her previous family killed and between all the drugs she was taking to help her cope, that she was, yeah. she embodied the killer. Yeah, that'd be a good, I mean, we should have probably saved this for the ending. Well, but. yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that, yeah. but yeah. It ended exactly as we thought it did, generically. <laughs> and with a funky bass line as well. <laughs> this what? is like another film. No closure, the film's over, everyone's dead. Right, let's stop it and check. <laughs> let's, let's stop the shit. Uh, well, Joe, I don't know about you, but I'm super happy because that was a crap flicks. I think you def yeah, I think that was a, and it was an all-star crap flicks because you had so many elements from different ones in there. I'm very impressed with that choice. Uh, let's do that bit where we try and come up with a better film, which I think shouldn't be too hard. Well, I, I stand by I stand by what I said that it should have all stayed in the hotel. I think that was a a better setting. I think you could have even still had the fire alarm to basically clear out all the riffraff, and then basically, for whatever reason, 
her and her friends are still in there and they somehow become trapped or the police set up a perimeter or, or whatever. And it's just Idris Elba and his dicky mate who go around looking for them. And there's a bit of cat and mouse. Few more of the teens get killed. And then for it to be in like a, a generic film, it could have ended in an interesting way there, but with all of her friends probably still dying. If it was an amazing film, it would have had the twist that it turns out it was her all along and they'd have like a big sore, I know it's cheesy, but a big sore flashback of all those kills, but how it was her doing it and it just Elba arrests her. It wouldn't have even been that hard to do that. Like, I think you, a clever writer could have could have made that be surprising, but be a great twist. The only thing I can think of, film I can think of that does that a bit. Have you seen Scream 4? No. Okay, well, I'm about to spoil it for you. But is that, is, is that Scream 4, Scream again? No, no, but I have a lot of time for the Scream films if you haven't spent much time with them. But like Scream 4 is like a new generation type film. And the twist ending of Scream 4, you know, sorry to anyone who hasn't seen it, is the girl who's basically the new Sydney Prescott uh, turns out to be the killer. So she's, she's the one that's being stalked, et cetera, et cetera. Turns out that she's the person all along. So it's kind of got that vibe to what you're saying. But yeah. with less emotional weight than, than, than what this girl would have had from Prom Night. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm not going to try and change your version of it. I think that would have been a much better movie. I, get, I say for a slasher, the kills were pretty uninventive. I think if I saw one other shot of a fucking cupboard or a mirror, <laughs> I was about to lose my yes. fucking shit. Oh my God. Like no, usually, no, usually you get at least usually. one creepy cupboard shot and a fair few mirror shots in horror movies. I'll, I'll give you that. But fuck me, did they overuse that? Like, I think that, that was like a prime sponsor. Yeah. Jacob's cupboards. The, 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 also the, the, storyline the framing of it was so weird like it's like five minutes in and you're already running to prom and i get it it's called prom night but no build-up very little character development whatsoever like the, some of the characters in it like her friends would just be like hi my boyfriend wants to cheat on me and now she's dead and it's like okay i get i get that's probably part of the ter- territory of of a slasher film but i had no investment in any of the characters at all other than who was to win prom queen or king. No, I, yeah, yeah. Even that. And even then I don't entirely know because I didn't pay attention to all the who I names. felt the most sorry for? The, the boyfriend of the best friend. So the black guy who was genuinely upset was going to propose. That's got a lot more emotional weight than even the, the main boyfriend and, you know, the, the main girl. The main boyfriend had no part whatsoever. He was so vanilla and I get it, we talked through his lines, so he might have had all of the depth of, you know, everything, but I just doubt it. A sponge. Don't you doubt it? It's just not happening. Like I felt sorry for the hotel staff. You know, they've lost uh, a, probably one of the hardest working concierges and the, the maid, and they've had all their doors kicked in. Oh, yeah. And who's staying in that hotel anymore? Yeah. But, but yeah, but when that business closed, Joe, that's hundreds of jobs gone. That's, you know, unless it's part of like a corporate chain, which even then it can't take that kind of hit or that publicity. You're right. That's the real, that's the real loser here. Um, how, how do you think the, what do you think of the maniac? Do you think he was a good maniac or do you think he could have been better? Or you seem to be a bit freaked out by him at certain points. It was literally that one shot of how he revealed himself in the shadow when I knew he was there. We all fucking knew he was there. It's 
like, ah, oh, honestly, once we stop recording, I'm going to go back and watch it because I want to see why that chilled me out. Nothing else he did was scary. I think what it is is you expect someone to jump out. You don't expect someone to slowly rise out and look and be looking straight forward and quite like sinister. Yeah, uh, calm. There was a calmness about it that was sinister, I suppose. But I wouldn't say it got me. But maybe it got you slightly earlier than me. And then, and then he like, jumped oh, okay. up straight away. So that it was it was literally a split second. But also, I suppose it's playing on that fear of you know when you see like a dark space and your mind create someone being in there and no one's ever in there it's kind of creepy to actually have someone come out of there like enjoyed the whole thing a bit like this was expecting um uh, a bit more of the the whodunit potential aspect if he the killer wasn't revealed yeah i can't work out if that's refreshing that they didn't bother with that or if it's lazy i think it I think it's a bit of both. Because after he's killed like a few people, you're kind of a bit like, oh, this person's now going to be killed by this guy. There's no, there's like, I don't know if the gravity, like, uh, this, the stakes have been dropped. I mean, in this, in a movie of this level, I would have accepted uh, a crazy person who was a potential nominee for prom night uh, coming, like trying to bump off the other potential winners of prom so they could win because they're right? a maniac. Like that, that, a, that fits in the prom story sphere. that is. Like there's no ex-teacher. It's all, there's no cop messing around. It's all localized to that group of teenagers in that prom where all of them, because they're all the vain popular kids or whatever, they're all up for prom king and queen. And one of them is bumping all the other ones off and they're trying to work it out whilst also secretly wanting to win themselves and not implement themselves. What a, what a way better movie. That is a way better movie. It's also slightly similar to the film Drop Dead Gorgeous, but that's about, um, yeah, that's about a different kind of uh, pageant queen, beauty pageant where the people are getting bumped off. But, but they murder. But um, yeah, no, the, putting that but in a horror setting could be quite interesting because that was more like a, a documentary comedy style style film. But uh, yeah, no, that something like that. That's my version, of, iteration of a better film. You're right. That's take good. out the cop. Take out the, the detectives of any kind. Take out all of that preamble. Just make it a very, very hyper competitive, where uh, situation where someone just really wanted to win, and it just kind of plays up the American dream. Oh, I really like that. We've got two. Actually, of all of our dissections, we've got two really strong. Yeah, two really strong alternatives, which is either. The, the the mental breakdown element of her where she has unknowingly embodied the killer through stress or the whole group group murder who done it for prom king or queen I fucking love that wicked well on that note uh, I guess we better wrap up there now that was uh, crap flicks and chill and we have been Joe and Jamie and you know what if you enjoy the podcast why don't you let a friend know, uh, know about us if you want to connect with us on the socials you can find us on Instagram and Twitter using the handle CrapFlixPodcast. And you can also email us at CrapFlixPodcast at gmail.com with any future film suggestions if you have any. Um, lots of love to everyone and a very good night. Stay sexy. Well.